This is Soliloquy, the ramblings of a madwoman with a soothing voice. I met my husband online, and because I feared judgment, I told everyone we met at the movies. Not important. I asked him why he messaged me, and he told me, Your profile picture reminded me of every girl who was too cool to talk to me in high school, and I thought I would shoot my shot. (laughs) It was adorable. To be honest, I felt the same about him, and I told him, "It's, It's sweet. But thinking back on it, we never really change. We're still the awkward teen seeking approval from someone. Our parents, our peers, or whoever's outside looking in. The nightmares are getting stronger. I don't want to say worse because I don't see them as a bad thing. They're interesting. I wake up fucked. I'm scared and I can smell the salt from my own sweat. My husband doesn't like the talking. I say things while I'm out cold in the dead of night with no contacts. I could see how I could scare the shit out of you. Grab him before he starts screaming. The flesh is cold. Peel off a fresher piece. Run. But it's cool. The screams. The struggle. The fear. I often feel most alive while sleeping. I like to keep trophies from people I've conquered. I'm not a serial killer or anything, but I totally get why they do it. Like, reliving those moments. It's never quite the same, but it's something tangible from something intangible. A trophy is like a smell that brings you back. I'm not sure where certain scents take you. Your childhood, the arms of a loved one, the sweaty embrace of a lover. Wherever the scent drops you off, for the briefest of moments, you're there. Sometimes odors abandon you in terrible places. The smell of a particular type of liquor that's enough to make you gag. Someone's cologne that makes you feel helpless and terrified. The oils on plants or dust in the air from dragging and kicking and screaming to a place where you weren't sure if survival would be certain. Smells are much better at dredging up memories, but that's why I'm so fond of trophies made from fabric. Most of the time, it's odds and ends, trinkets, but if I'm lucky, a shirt, a jacket, I even want settled for an extra thick hair tie. Proof of past lovers or lingering adoration. At one time, they cared enough to give me a piece of themselves, their lives, willingly. That's why I keep them. It's proof that they offered something of themselves to me, and I could keep it. The more personal, the better. I might not have been able to keep their attention or their love. I was unable to chain them to my side by making it impossible to leave me, but I have their possessions. Proof enough that they loved me to give me something I will never give back. (laughs) 
See that old guy? The one with the broken arm? She pushed him. His wife made it look like an accident. Her hearing was sharp. She's feigned partial deafness in her left ear for years. He makes the faintest sigh when he gets to the top of the stairs. He's endowed snow white hair by living into his 60s. He's older, frailer. This would do it. A basket of laundry and a sharp turn. Deep breath, pivot. You can do it. He felt twisted. She forgot to scream. Shit, 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 shit. He's not as startled as she thought he would be. He doesn't fall fast enough. Sloppy work, sloppy, sloppy, sloppy. No one suspects her. It looked perfectly natural. But now the kids are taking precautions. Tisk, tisk, tisk. Better luck next time. Fuck. I've done it again. I've gone back in time before I met my husband, the love of my life, my other half. I wanted to meet him, to be with him again, but to do that, I have to retrace my steps. Some details are different than I recalled. It takes a delicate touch. I couldn't tell him I love you when we first met. I'll scare him away. You can't say it too quickly. What was the date? I have to get it right. Don't comment on his quirks and his habits. They are unfamiliar to you at this point. Okay. Okay. We're a few years in. I need to push him to go to the doctor for a diagnosis I already know. So fucked up. Having all the answers, but you can't use them because... If you do, and you do it in the wrong order, everything falls apart. It's walking a fine line when you're drunk, trying to create my life with my spouse without him knowing that I am playing a game of follow the leader, red light, green light. How much longer till the move? How much longer till we're married? How does this conversation end again? If you say the wrong thing, it'll crumble. He won't love me anymore. I can't shit the bed on this. Fuck. He's asking too many questions I know the answers to. You have to get some of them wrong, or else he'll suspect something. I can't slip. I can't say too much or worry him by saying, too little shit, 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 shit. Fuck, how much longer? It's maddening. I woke up in our bed this morning. I got it right this time. But who knows what'll happen the next. Thank you for listening to episode 18 of Soliloquy. Relationships and Redo's. If you liked this episode, you can check us out and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, or check out the website at soliloquy123.com. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. Paper Flakes by Raphael Crux. Tension Builders Inc. by Brian Holtz Music. Uncompromised by Kevin McLeod. Tunnel of the Mains by Kevin McLeod. Heartbreaking by 
Kevin McLeod. You can find all that music on filmmusic.io. All other sound effects supplied by zapsplat.com. <laughs>